Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. 2 Peter 1 and 3. Everybody write these down. I'll give you as many notes as I can. If I can, I will. If I can't, oh well, we'll figure it out. You have to see yourself like God sees you. Write it down. You have to. You have to see yourself like God sees you. Is that all right? If you don't see yourself like God sees you, it's going to be a problem because you're going to live beneath what he's made you. All right? So I'm going to probably go back over that stuff I went over this morning because I think it's hot and then I'll pick it up and push it forward. According as his divine power, we're saying divine power. Now you got you to trust me, guys. You know, I told him, I was telling him in the morning, here's what happens with this stuff. You read it, usually what you read, you reject. I don't know why it's like that. Usually it is. You read it, you reject it on your own. You read it in an atmosphere like this, somebody confirms it, you kind of connect a little easier. I think the greatest place to read it and understand it is through revelation. I can't give you nothing that I haven't digested. So because it's in me, I'd rather stay what's in me than what I think I want to talk about. So I'm going to stay what's in me. I'm going to help you get it. You're going to get it. You're going to leave the room changed. You got to trust me, though, what I tell you is truth. If you reject what I say, you pretty much got no shot. Unless you go back in here again. So just say, all right, you know what? If this guy shows me in the word of God, it's in there. Why won't I believe it about me? Great place to be. Good. Divine power hath given unto us all things. See that? See that? So where's divine power? If divine power, according as the divine power hath given me all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him that what? Called us to glory and virtue. So divine power, where's divine power? Verse 4. Whereby are given us exceeding great and precious promises about these you might partake of divine nature. So the divine nature and, and the power is in the word of God, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. So the word of God has the power of the divine nature to transform you. It produces an image in you that you can become one with if you accept it. It has the potential to revelation to create in you a reality. So when you see the word, this is the problem. People say, well, what, what am I going to, no, you want to, you got, see, here's the thing. When you speak the word, you're releasing. Don't look for the feeling. I don't need the feeling. The feelings will catch up. Okay? You got to say, you got to keep the word. Because you know what he didn't tell you that? Didn't he say, well, you, yeah, we could do that. Because he wants you to understand. God wants you to understand that the most powerful thing in the world is the word. That's why he said, I lift my word above my name. Last time I checked, his name was the greatest name upon the earth. Well, he said, I lift my name, I lift my word above my name. Go with me to Romans. Go over here to Romans chapter 1. We're going to skip just a bit. Um, go to Romans 1.15. You okay? Now you got to trust me. Jesus said, I lift the word of God above my name. So that means the word of God. You know what that means? Jesus submitted himself unto his own word, even though he was the word. So he lived in the guidelines of the word because he is the word. Does that make sense? So he said, the word is above my name. So that means his name is under the word, so the word is the only final authority there is. And he subjected himself to the word. So when you got the word, you got the final authority. So why can't we just believe the word? Because we got a sin consciousness, that's why. We don't think the word of God's enough. If we don't have feelings to go with the word, we don't think it's working. So why do we need feelings? Well, you need feelings because you're not walking in faith. 
until you start working in faith and walk, work the word of God, you're going to be carnal because you're going to go looking at things that are not supposed to tell you whether God's working or not to tell me whether God's working. So let's get out of that and let's just stay in the word because the word of God is most powerful for you. Look what he said here. He said, so as much as in me, I am ready to preach the gospel to you that are what at Rome also. Look what he says here. For I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God and his salvation, everyone that believe it, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. It's the power of God. Everybody say the gospel, the word of God, is the power of God. Do you see that? Now watch verse 17. Look, I'll let you read it. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed. Next month we're doing a series on righteousness all March. The whole thing. I wouldn't miss church next month. I'm telling you right here now, if I had a walk here, I'd get in this building. People are like, well, I'm not that committed to it. I know you're not. It's okay. But I'm telling you what I would do. Here we go now. Is he watching online? Let me tell you something. I don't know where church is going to be 15 years from now. It might be all online. I could care less how you get. I got people that I pastor having stepped foot in this church in the existence of the church. They are members full into the core. They just don't live here. They can't live here. It doesn't allow them to live here. They got businesses all over America. I said, well, you stay where you are. Do what you're supposed to do. Prosper and watch. They make sure. I ask them. I said, did you watch the podcast? Yes, I did. If you didn't watch the podcast, I yell at them. So you're not the only ones I'm yelling at. Praise be to God. I'm yelling at everybody across the nation. Hallelujah. Pastor Chris, I don't know what you're yelling at these people for because I want you to grow. I want you to grow. Because if you care about people, you know what they need. You don't tell them what they want to hear. You tell them what they got to hear. You know, it's like, hey, did you watch the podcast? Oh, God, he's going to ask me about the podcast. You're darn right I'm going to ask you about the podcast because how can I go to the next step if I didn't get you the last step? You know what I mean? Some of you, I know Wednesdays are tough. Get to Wednesday. You can listen to it. You know what I'm saying? It's hard sometimes with life. You know, I understand that. But you listen to it on the thing. Listen to it all day long. Go for a walk. The one guy runs with me in his ears. He's like, I go for a run. I put him on and I run. I was like, praise be to God. I bet you run faster when I'm yelling. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Put him on. I'm running with me. Run with me. Go on the Stairmaster with me. You know what I'm saying? Anybody don't use that thing? Go on the treadmill with me. Go pump some iron with me. I don't know. Do whatever you want to do with me. Shut me off if you want for crying out loud. My dad does. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He, he likes hearing me, I think. For there, and then when he's done, he gives me the phone to my mother. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed. <laughs> From faith to faith. Come on, you got to have fun. You guys don't laugh enough. Obviously, some of you need to get out more. Come on. For the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, even as written, the just shall live by so how do we get more righteousness? From faith to faith. So what's that mean? From belief to belief. And I'll tell you what. I got stuck in Romans chapter 4 this week because it was important. So I want you to go there. Go to Romans chapter 4 just real quick because I want to bounce around and I want you to see this, okay? So I got to take this divine nature. I got to be a divine partaker. Go with Romans chapter 4 and 1. I want you to look at this. I'm not going to give you all this. We're going to read it for time's sake. And I'm going to let you go and let you get out of here before everything gets wild around this town. We, what shall we say then that Abraham our father has figured out as paternity in the flesh? What did he find out? Okay, he's talking about Abraham. So what did Abraham figure out? Question. Help me understand what Abraham learned that I need to learn so that I can be victorious. Ain't that good news? How many of you want to win? Well, winning in life, right? Had a good life. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Look at this. 
But for Abraham, now watch. Now, I'm going to read this real slow because then we'll flip-flop with Amplify. You did great. Angelique, she keeps killing it, Angelique. She's got kind of going on. For if Abraham were justified by works, now you got to really program your head because your head's going to try to shut me down. So here's what he's saying. Did Abraham get justified by what he did? No. Okay. But here's the problem. Okay, everybody goes, no. Then why are you so hard on you and your messed up stuff? Step into righteousness and understand who you are. Okay, now listen to me. Does this mean there's no sacrifice? Listen, man, there, let me tell you, you can't walk with God without sacrifice. You understand that? God don't want leftover nothing you don't want. God wants everything you want. You understand that? God wants, let me tell you something about God. God only wants what you want. Man, you better get that. <laughs> you guys ain't getting me. Either I'm going too slow. Fast. What do you mean? Is God mean? No, God ain't mean, but he's borderline out of his mind. He, he don't. I, God, you know what? I really don't want it. God's like, I don't want it. He's like, what do you want? I want that. He said, then give me it. Is he mean? No, he just knows if it's got you and it ain't part of him, you're going to get in trouble. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? You know what I'm saying? So you got so whatever it is you want in life, amen, it's got to filter and flow through him. But it ain't based on your works. But it is divided in sacrifice. You understand? You're gonna sacrifice. See, we don't talk like this in church. You know why? It makes you uncomfortable, makes you not want to come back. Yeah, nobody talks about sacrifice. We talk about comfort. And let's just show you the one-dimensional Jesus. No, there ain't no one dimension. If you, you don't have, you cannot just get one side of God. You got to get every side of him. Otherwise, you don't get the hold of him. So is he going to ask for sacrifice? You better believe it. Because if it don't cost you nothing, it don't bring him no pleasure. And that's why we, we bring it to him. You know what I'm saying? If you, like I said, you want to praise him, that's easy. Let me see you show up when you don't want to praise him. That's when it kicks in. Okay, so now pull this in. We're preaching now, okay? Give me a little bit of time. I ain't going to keep you all that. For if Abraham were justified by works, what would happen? He can boast. He hath wherefore to glory. That's really funny that he said the word glory. Ain't it? He said he could glorify himself in what he did. But God, you know that, God ain't going to give that to you. He gave you his glory, but so you glorify in him. So you can say, God, you did it. I didn't do it, but I got it because of you. That brings glory to God. Watch well, this. But not before God. He said, you can glory before man. You can say, look what I did. But you don't bring that to God. Don't bring that to God because God ain't receiving none of that. You know what that means? He's like, you can't glory before. What did you do before God? Nothing. Okay, verse 3. Here we go. For what's the scripture say? Abraham believed God, and it was counted to him for righteousness. Abraham believed God and was made righteous. Okay, verse 4. We're going to read it and amplify it in a minute. It'll help. Okay. Now to him that worketh is the reward, not reckoned to grace. Hmm. So here's what he's saying. If you put your works, now you understand what I mean by your works? You know what works are? 
if you put your like, I deserve it stuff before God, then he owes it to you. And it's out of debt and not grace. And God gives it to you out of grace, not debt. Is that okay? So you see that? So if I go and say, look how good I did, and try to bring my performance before God, God goes, then I owe you something, and I ain't going to owe you nothing because I paid for it once and for all. So I'm here by grace, not out of debt. And that's where the smartest place you can get is when you don't go in there based upon what you did. Here, I don't even want you, listen, check this out. I don't even want you going in there based on your faith. Look at my faith. We do this a lot. Look at how developed my faith is, God. God's like, what's your developed faith got to do with putting belief in me? Faith is not the container. This is why I always get on it. Faith is not the container. Faith is an obtainer. You can't even go. That's what we did with you guys in church. We try to make you feel. If you get your faith at the pinnacle of success, your faith can touch heaven, and now heaven will give you the heavenly jackpot because now you have the faith to receive. Baloney. Your faith taps into his grace. His grace taps into righteousness. Righteousness taps into redemption, and you got it all because of his blood. You ain't getting this stuff because you worked it, believe it. I got giant faith. God's like, you got giant jack, nothing. You just got a lot of grace. And the quicker you are to understand, this isn't based on merit. This isn't based on ability. This is based on belief. And when you put your belief in me, I'll make you righteous. And you walk into righteousness and you receive by righteousness of grace, not because of your faith. Faith just accesses grace and grace just accesses redemption. But I'm going to help you. Now, to him that worketh is the reward not reckoned of grace, but of debt. So that means God owes you something. And God ain't going to know anybody anything. Watch verse 5. Here you go. But to him that worketh not. Here we go. Everybody say, I'm not working. I'm not working. I'm not working for it. What do I got to work for? Now, I got to have faith. And yes, you do. You could get goofy. I tell you this all the time. Pastor Chris, when you see someone this, I got to show you where. You sin when you step out of faith. That's the only time the New Testament believer sins when you step out of faith. When you leave belief, you in sin. And I'm going to tell you right now, that's walking out of love too. Every time you walk out of love, let me tell you right here now, you're walking out of faith. Faith works by love, Galatians 5 and 6, right? Faith works by love. You can't walk in dark. You can't have hatred for your brother in your heart and tell me you walk in the light. God said you ain't in no light. You're in darkness, man. If you don't like somebody, man, you got to walk in love. Walk in love, man. Say, I, some people are hard to walk in love. Yeah, no duh. I, man, nothing, remember this, guys. Nothing, nothing you ever knew in life is going to grow until it has pressure to grow. Walking in love with people that walk in love with you is easy. Walking in love with the Antichrist nitwits in your life, that's where the work kicks in. <laughs> the dude, they moved in the cubicle next to you and he's crazy. Hi, I'm your new partner at work. Oh, my God, Jesus, this joker half dead. He coming over there banging on your cube. Hey! Costing, acting like a fool, bugging you. You know what I'm saying? Some of you work with people like this. I don't mind the cussing. I don't even mind the cussing. Some of those lost people cussing is cool. I kind of think it's funny. You know what you think it's funny? Then they find out what I do, and they're like, oh, God, oh, I'm so sorry. I was like, no, I kind of liked it. <laughs> they're like, you like the curses? I just like your realness, bro. I had the other guy the other day, he's like, oh, man, beep, 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 What do you do? I was like, I'm a pastor. He's like, oh, man, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I like, no, it's kind of cool. Yesterday, the guy hit one. Did you see one guy yesterday? I was with you, right? We were you. And he's like, oh, beep. I was like, well, hey, cool. What's up, bro? Hey, then, then it's like, hey, that's the pastor. I'm like, hey, how you doing? Hey. <laughs> After that, no more cussing. I was like, oh, I should have left it alone. Tell him I'm a banker. <laughs> Why? Because the reality of people is this. 
You don't judge nobody by all that stuff. But what I'm saying is this, the realness, the realness sometimes of people just really makes you understand that we're not doing this based on works. We're doing this because of what we receive. I'm not no better than nobody else. You see it? I just understand I got righteousness because of faith. So all you got to tell lost people is you can be as righteous as me. You're the preacher of the church. You can be as righteous as me. All you got to do is believe. Because I didn't get here based on works. I'm jacked up. I got here because of righteousness by faith. How in the world did you get in there? They thought I was going to barber school. I had friends. They listen, you, they're going to be a barber? <laughs> I used to have hair back then, you know what I mean? Garth, I had hair back then, nice hair. You know what I mean? It's not hair no more. I had Lindsay kind of hair. Come on, somebody, man. Brother Lynn, I like it. I rock. You and Miss G, my God in heaven, I'd never quit, man. I'd let it grow. All the guys with no hair want hair. All the people with hair don't want it. I don't know. Whatever. I was supposed to grow. It's all I got. Then it turns gray. Lame. I don't care if it was orange. I'd keep it. I'd look like the Joker for crying out loud. <laughs> Whatever. So you understand this? I didn't get this based on position of performance. I got it based on righteousness, redemption. So you can just give this away because it's free for anybody. You can be the messed up one. I didn't get it because I was good. Ain't nobody good. Jesus said, they said, Jesus, you good. He said, ain't nobody good. Only one good is my daddy in heaven. I ain't even good. If Jesus didn't call himself good, I sure ain't going to call myself good. You know what I'm saying? Revelation of understanding that Jesus was saying this. It's not because I was good that I got salvation to kick in gear. It was because I was believing even when I couldn't see it. But to him that worketh not ceased in your works, but believeth on him that justified the ungodly, but believed on him that just, who justified the ungodly? Jesus. Justified the ungodly, his faith is counted for righteousness. Watch this. Look at verse 6. Come on. Now David, watch this. Even as David also described the blessedness of the man, the overwhelming, overcoming, super abundant life of the man who has what? The blessedness of the man unto whom God imputed righteousness without works. What do you mean imputed righteousness? He, 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 I'm going to explain it to you. We're going to read it. Now, let's, can we, let's read one through six in the Amplified. Let's just finish right there. Yeah, works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What shall we do? We're going to read it in the Amplified. Break it. Every say it's going to break it down. You know what I'm saying? It's going to break it down. What then shall we say that Abraham... Our forefather, humanly speaking, has found that he obtained a favorite standing. How did he figure this out? Okay, glad you asked, too. For if Abraham was justified, that is, acquitted from the guilt of his sins. Now, he ain't just talking about the sin. He's talking about the guilt of the sin, the shame of the sin, the mess of the sin, the drama of the sin, the repercussions of the sin. The sin consciousness is getting erased. He ain't just talking about you did it. He's talking about the effects of what was done. Done. How did he do that? Guilt of a sin by the works. Those things he did that were good. He has something to boast about. If he said, hey, look what I did with the good stuff, he said, then he has something to boast about. Keep going. Not before God. Look at verse 3. What does the scripture say? What does scripture say? Abraham believed in, trusted, and relied on God, and it was credited to his account as righteousness, right living, right standing with God. Praise be to God. Watch this thing. Watch four. 
Now to a laborer, his wages are not credited as a favor or a gift. You better write that down. What are you going to show up with? I'm a good Christian. I don't care if you're a bad Christian. I'm still going to get it. I'll be a bad, you be a good Christian, I'll be a bad Christian, I'll believe in God, I'll get the stuff, you'll be standing there outside getting jacked. That's the truth. Pastor Chris, are you telling us to be bad? He said, no. He said, you don't get more. Remember what he tried to explain in Galatians? He said, you don't get more bad, bad to get more grace. You understand? Know He's not saying that. He's saying just take your spot and don't work for it. Don't walk around with a sin conscience like you got to be good to get it. You got to do that. Oh, you got you to just believe to get it. You know what I'm saying? You got to be a believer. There's only one requirement. You got to believe. Now to a laborer, his wages are not credited as a favor or a gift, but as an obligation, something owed to him. You going in there showing God like, hey, look, I did good. Oh, okay, okay, watch, 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 watch. The money gets funny. First thing you say, but God, I tithe. What's up with this? I understand it, but go slow. Okay, I understand it, but go slow. Good, you tithe, you remind God of the seed, but you say, I'm the righteous God in Christ Jesus. I ain't, my money ain't funny, staying funny, funny, forget about it. Ain't staying funny for long. You know what I'm saying? You getting in there right, you get a little body pain. Oh, I got body pain. I've been to church 52 weeks straight, God. Come on. That's what you do. You try to merit up. Y'all lie in church. Y'all sinners. Every one of you is a sinner. That's what I, the first thing that hits what you do. God, I've been in church 52 weeks. My God, what do you do, right? I'm, I'm on the praise team. I show up early. Come on, right? We do it. I do it. I put a pa- I'm the pastor of the church. God, don't they get you a little extra some? You know what I'm saying? A little bit. You know, I'm a pastor of the church. Throw me one every once in a while. You know what I mean? Throw me a bone now and again, huh? Help me out. He's like, yeah, you got no faith? Cry all night long, slink snot. I don't care. You ain't getting nothing. And don't come in there with your little PhD. I don't mean no, nothing about your stupid little paper you got over there, Pastor Chris. PhD ain't getting you nothing either. You know what I'm saying? Don't you ever want, come on, God, throw a little something this way. Come on. Break me off some of that. God's like, nah, you ain't getting nothing without faith. And guess what? You ain't getting it because of great, great. You're going to get it because of grace, but you ain't going to get it because of works. And you ain't going to get it because you've been good. You need it because of faith, redemption, and the plan of God. So don't come in here with your works. You see, now this is what I'm saying. Now watch this now. Some of you don't understand this. You say, well, I don't got no works. Yeah, you do. Those are your little works you got. The good little Christian works, and this shouldn't be happening to me works. And the, don't you know that I've been good Christian works? And, you know, all that stuff. Don't you, God, why not, what now, God? Blah, 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 You got a list of junk that goes on. Just get to faith, okay? Just get to faith. Now go slow. But why do I got to go through this? How in the world do I know? But you got to go through, go through, get to the other side. But to the one who does not work, that is the one who does not try to earn his salvation by doing good. Mm-hmm. Right, let's just meditate on that for a minute. Let's read that again. But to the one who does not work, that is what? The one who does not try to earn his salvation. Now, what he means by that is this. Not that you're trying to earn, like, your salvation, but you're trying to earn things from God by what you do. Look how great my faith is. He said, you ain't got to have great faith. All you got to do is believe in me. Uh, where did he say that? Well, what size is your faith? He didn't say that. You got little faith for little things. You got middle-sized faith for middle. It's like going to, going to Starbucks and getting a, a vente. That's a large. Coffee's miserable anyway, right? So, uh, it is. I don't know how to make no coffee. Come see me. All right, look. How many got large size faith? How many got super size faith? Super size, super size faith gives you super size thing. 
No. Let me ask you a question. Didn't he say grace got it? Faith just receives what grace has provided. So does your faith ever do anything besides tap into grace? No. That's all it does. And then grace releases what's been given to you through redemption. Yeah, you know, great faith. All you just need is access through belief. See it? I go in there with faith. I'm full of faith. <laughs> That's all I got I believe. <laughs> it's crazy. These people are nuts. I believe anyway. Oh, God loves it. He loves it. He, I don't look at what I see. You know, people ask me, how's it going? Great. Everything's great. I don't even know what's wrong. I don't even care what's wrong because everything's wrong can't stay long for too long. It's got to change. The book's either true or it ain't. Well, you know, I don't understand someone else. Not, rah, rah, rah. Ah, it's either the Bible or not the Bible. And if it ain't working, you're probably not working it right. Don't get mad at me. Don't go in your little merry page of Christianity. My God, I made it. I don't want to hear your little Boy Scout thing about this. Just receive by faith. Look at your neighbor say, receive by faith. That's all I got to do. Watch, it gets better. You ready? Go to verse 6. Here we go. Woo, you see that? Not doing good, but believes. And in this same way, David speaks of the blessing on the one whom God credits right as apart from works. My God, you read that? Did you read that? That's all I got to do is believe. Look, 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 man. My mama will tell you, I didn't do great in school. She deserved a diploma. There's homework. I don't even know. She did it. <laughs> she did. She's like, when I, high school, to what year, she's like, I'm going to get your diploma. I was like, go ahead. I'm out. Praise God. You, it's yours anyway. They wanted me to read a book. I never read the book. I don't even know what I wrote. One time I had a girl write a paper for me. I got in trouble for that too. Ever tell you that story? Yeah, I had this girl write a paper for me. I said, you know, I was being sweet. I was like, hey, can you? <laughs> I didn't read the book. Can you write this for me? <laughs> yeah, it's kinda, I kind of was trying to be cute, but it worked. Right? So, but she worked for like a secretary. She was a secretary. She worked for somebody, and she initialed a, sec a good secretary. What did she do? She initials her work on the bottom of the page. I had no idea. I got busted. Man, Joker called me and said, come here, Mr. Sarno. I was like, what? I panned it in. I'm thinking, this is going great, Jeannie. Everything's going to be great. Because next time your secretary does your reports for you, make sure I know beforehand. I was like, what? How? Well, he's like, she initialed it, ding dong. I was like, oh, man. Got in trouble for that, too. Even when I tried to do good, it didn't work. Listen, all you parents, I want you to know, there's hope for your children. So I cussed better than all of you at once, man. I was a professional. Yeah, and you deserve the diploma. Praise be to God. Amen. Hallelujah. And the little one ain't here to hear it. And the big one, she's, she's, the, she's the most obedient at all. So praise be to God. I don't care. Hey, I let it out. Hallelujah. Just praise God, all right? Look, read the Bible. You got to laugh because you guys got to keep me going here. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, stay connected. And I know because I got to medicate you before I shoot you with the needle. You know what I'm saying? I got to like, yeah, here, hit the note cane. You all like, hey, I got you. I hit you. It's coming. It's got poof right there. I got you. And this, in the same way, David speaks to what? The blessing on the one whom God credits righteous apart from the works. Go. Watch this. Blessed and happy and favored are those which lawless acts have been forgiven. Now, wait a minute now. You got to keep reading. And whose sins have been covered up and completely buried. Pop King James up there. Let him see 4-7, please. Watch this. Saying, blessed are those whose iniquities are forgiven and whose sins are covered. 
covered. Now watch this. Watch this. Go to verse 8. We can stay in King James. We're going to roll for a little bit. Now watch this now. Now go slow. You got to pull this in your mind. Now your head, you see your sin consciousness is saying, this is too good to be true. This is too good to be true. This can't be right. He can't be right. Prove me wrong. Prove me I'm wrong. Just tell me where I'm wrong. You can't because I'm right. Not because I didn't write it. I just read it. You know, people think you're so smart. It's so funny. I love it. It's like, oh, you know, I said something to somebody one day. They're like, oh, I was like, dude, that's like Psalms chapter four, bro. <laughs> they don't know, though. You can be brilliant. Just don't think. You can be, you so, you can be so smart, man. I get around people so smart and I go, just don't lean into your own understanding. They're like looking at you like, where'd you get that? I'm like, well, well you know, it's my PhD. <laughs> Come on, you see it? You walk around. Just don't give nobody your opinion. You look brilliant. Lean not to your own understanding. You should really trust in God. Acknowledge him in things you do, and he'll make a direct path for you. You're brilliant. Well, thank, my, um, thank you. It's like Proverbs 4, bro. If you read 3, 4, and 5, you'll change your life. Okay, hey. And God's like, hey, I share it with you. I'm like, hey, yes. See what I'm saying? Just read what it says and then believe it. It's true. I, you think I know what I'm doing? I don't know what I'm doing. I just read the book and tell you what it says. <laughs> this all? You just get a revelation of you. See it? Blessed is the man. The Lord will not impute sins. Look at this in the Amplified. You know what that means? Watch this. Pop the Amplified up if you can. I know it's but Blessed and happy and favored is men whose sin the Lord will not take into account nor charge against him. Oh, my God. Write that down. Hey, you want to know why I can't charge it against you? They charged it against Jesus. I sit with my lawyer, buddy. You know what I told him? Isn't that double jeopardy? Can't be charged. Man. You cannot charge me for something somebody else has been charged with. It's illegal. Jesus cannot charge me with sin because he already charged Jesus with it. God already charged Jesus with sin. And made him to be sin who knew no sin that we can be made the righteous of God in Christ Jesus. You can't charge me for one I've already been acquitted of. Double jeopardy, baby. Well, how'd you get acquitted? Jesus took it on the cross. That's why when the devil tries to stick it on you, Jesus goes, sorry, it's already been stuck on me. And I paid the price for it, so he's forgiven. Right. Check it out. You know what's crazy? The one that could have judged me decide not to judge me because he took it on him and the only one that could have turned around and said, you still got to pay for something, he said, don't worry, I took your debt in full. I had a debt I owed and I couldn't pay it. He owed no debt and paid it anyway. He took it. You see it? So watch this. Blessed and happy and favored is man whose sin the Lord will not take into account nor charge against him. Watch verse 9. Here we go. You can leave it in the Is this the blessing only for the circumcised or also for the uncircumcised? We say the faith was accredited to Abraham as righteousness. How then was it credited to him? Was it after he'd been, you know what, part of the circumcision or before? Not after, but he was uncircumcised. He's just saying Jew, Gentile, did he get this thing before he kept it? Here's what he said. Did he get it when he kept the works of the law? No, he didn't get nothing from keeping no law. He got it outside of the covenant of keeping the law. He got it by faith. And guess how you get it? By faith. All you got to do is believe, baby. You ain't got to show up no fancy words. Because the only time you get in trouble is when you don't believe. Because when you don't believe, you're in sin. Now, what do you mean I'm in sin when I don't believe? Simple. Pay attention. It's so good. I, I, I don't know if you ever heard this before. 
How were you made a believer? Through faith. Every time you come out of faith, the, listen to me, you step into sin. Now, let me explain what I mean by that. What do you mean by sin? Consciousness of the blessing is gone the minute you step out of faith and the minute you step out of love. Brother Hagin said it all the time. My faith ain't working. I check my love walk. Why? Because when you step out of faith, you step out of love. Faith works by love. You step out of love. You step out of faith. You step out of light. You're walking in darkness, bro. You're walking around like lost people because you can't see where you're going. He said, but what do you do? He said, this is what 1 John 1 and 9 is all about. It says what? It says basically if you sin. What do you mean sin when you step out of faith? That's all it is. And it's part of transgressing and non-transgression. He already took care of the transgression. It's done and annihilated. He took sin once for all. You can't put sin on me. Let me show you something right here now. I'm telling you that God's honest truth. This is no license to sin. This is a license to wake up. He cannot put sin on you ever again. He put it on Jesus. If I don't know no better because of sin consciousness, I walk around like the sinner I'm not. So until I get in faith, I'm living less than what I've been made to be. Man, I tell you what I got to remember. I told Lauren and him in the office of that. I said, man, when I get to heaven, I'm going to tell Peter, get out the way. Jesus, move to the side. Thank you very much. But where's God? I'm here. Is this dude crazy? No, this dude's righteous. And I got no spot or no wrinkle from the presence of my God, and neither do you. Say, based on your performance or what you know and what you've been or who you think you are, it's based upon what he made me to be. And once you see your spot, take it. I don't deserve it, but I receive it by faith, and I walk into it with grace, and I tap into everything redemption's got for me, and I'm not holding back because he wants me to sit here. Don't give me the place at the table if you don't want me sitting here, bro. You ever go to a wedding? I like, I don't really, I, weddings are all right. You know what I mean? Sometimes they're cute, but you know what I mean? I like going, but whatever. You ever go to a wedding? Right? You ever go to a wedding, and they look, and you got to go look, and you go look at the thing, and you go, oh, God. I like, I like, you know, like. God, where am I sitting? You know, you ever been? Y'all lie. You guys in church. How can you lie? You never been to a wedding? You go to one of those weddings, you just sit wherever you want. Well, when you step it up a notch, you're going to go to a wedding where they tell you where to sit. And I got to go look at this table and pray to God before I get there. I'm going to like these people when I get there. Oh, praise God, Pastor Chris. I got 19 questions I've been wanting to ask you. I think I'm going to do it now. It's like, oh, great. Great table. Table three. Wonderful. So you look at the board, and this is how you do it. You look at the board and you go, Pastor Chris, table four. And you go, oh, God, help me, Jesus. And you start praying in tongues. Jesus, God, And you start looking, like, you start leaning over. What card do you got? <laughs> and then you kind of go near the table, but you don't stay because you want to know where. Then you got to work the table because you don't know. And, boy, if they got those name tags where you got to sit, they done done you wrong. Because they either took care of you or they put you near Uncle Mel and he shot out. He drunk already. So now I got drunk, drunk Uncle Mel. I'm scared, man. I, I need the Lord in intercession. And you pray. Okay, why did I say that? I have no idea. But anyway. <laughs> so God, I'm going, look, if you want me to sit at the table with Uncle Mel and all the drunk people, give me card number three. But he didn't give you card number three. You seen this? He said, I prepared a table before you right now in front of all your enemies. Now, Uncle Mel might not be your enemy, but he's not enjoyable for three hours at a wedding, okay? Sit where I tell you to sit. You're like, Jesus, praise God. Jesus, where do you want me? Right next to me. Praise God. I know the conversation is going to be good. I know the table is going to be right. I know everything I need is going to be sitting there. Why in the world are you sitting over there when he told you sit over here with me? 
Get up out of your mentality and step into reality. This is who you are based upon what he said you are. You don't belong at that table. Get out of there. You don't belong at the broke table. Get out of there. You don't belong at this sick table. Get out of there. You don't worry about that stuff. You don't worry. I'm at the table with all the people. Deranged. I ain't deranged no more. I'm not sitting at the addict's table. I'm not sitting at the broken table. I'm not sitting at the busted table. I'm not sitting at the setback table. I'm sitting at the righteous table, at the righteous seat, at the right hand of God. And I got an invitation, not based on what I did, what I gave, what I know, but just based upon relationship or who I believe. Come on, somebody. Watch this. Play a little bit. I'll wrap this thing up. Watch this. Thank you. He's up there now. He started hitting that thing. We'll be here all day. No, come on. Watch this. No, watch this. Watch this. He can play because there's a good atmosphere in here. Watch this. Now, you got to get this. Now, everybody say, I'm going to get this. Go to Romans chapter 5. Go to Romans. You can play something soft for me. Lindsay, you help. you're taking care of me, man. Look at this. Romans 5. Romans 5. Look at verse 12. You pulling this in? I'm going to read this to go back and I'm going to get you. Romans 5 and 12. Wherefore, you see this? As by one man's sin entered into the world. Wherefore, as by one man's sin entered into the world. Adam. And by death by sin. You see that? So Adam came in. Death by sin came in because Adam. So death passed upon. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Go back. You're doing great. So death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. Now stop. What do you mean death passed on all men? Well, we were all in Adam. So when Adam sinned, it came on all of us. Does it make sense? How in the world are you going to hell and you weren't even there in sin? We're all going to hell. The earth's going to hell until you receive Jesus Christ. You understand that? That's the rule of redemption. So we got pinned with Adam's sin. Did we all get pinned with Adam's sin? Yes, we did. We weren't even there. We got nailed for it. Guilt by association. Now watch, he explains it. Wherefore, as by woman said, so death passed upon all men that they all have sinned. Now watch, he explains. Keep going. For until the law, sin was in the world, but sin was not imputed where there is no law. See that? So before the law showed up, there was no punishment for sin. It was still in the earth, but nobody got nailed for it. You better get this right here. You better understand this. What do you mean there was no penalty for the law of sin? There was no penalty. It was in the earth, but we weren't under it until we walked, particularly. That's why when you put those laws up and said, here's the commandments, man understood that they couldn't fulfill it without God. See, the laws and the commandments were never meant to be obeyed. <sighs> you better get this. What do you mean they were never meant to be obeyed? It was 400 years. They didn't even know they needed God. Once the law showed up, they said, we can't do this. He said, well, guess what? No, duh. That's why you need me. I'm going to eradicate the law and fulfill it. But you need to know you need me because without me, you think you're doing all right. So now the law shows up and they go, we're sinners. No, duh. They didn't know there were sinners until the law showed up. That's why the minute the law shows up in your life, you figure out what you're not. But if you eradicate the law and forget about the law, I'm a free man living by faith. I got no limitations. All things are lawful for me, but not everything's good for me. Therefore, I walk in the word of God. Because when I walk in the word of God, I walk in the safety of it. Sin was imputed, therefore, with no law. Okay, good. 14, watch this. Watch this. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses. What does that mean? From Adam to Moses, everybody died outside of faith because they didn't have none. Okay. Them that have not sinned after the similitude of Adam is transgression. What do you mean similitude? Likeness of man. Likeness of the sin. We got penalized for the likeness of the sin which Adam committed even though we weren't there. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses. See it? You know what that means? Yeah. So in the likeness of man, what Adam did, we fell for it. Keep going. 
Who was the figure of him that was, okay, you're right, you go back. For who was the figure of him that was to come? What do you mean the figure? Man. Adam was made a man, and Jesus was coming like the man to redeem. He came in the same image. Well, I think Jesus got to come to earth born like a man, because the first Adam screwed it up. The second Adam's going to fix what the first one screwed up. Why do you think he's got to be born of a virgin? Because sin can't be connected to him. Why do you think the whole Bible of redemption story is there? Because we needed a man in the earth to take the sin. Okay, watch this. Who's the figure in his come? But not as the offense, so also as the free gift. What do you mean free gift? How do you take a free gift? You reach out your hand and take it. You don't do nothing for it. If therefore the offense of many, one, one, much many be dead, much more the grace of God and the gift by grace, may people be partakers of what? which by one man, Jesus Christ, had abounded unto many. Righteousness. Watch 16. And not as if it was by the one that sinned, so is the gift. For the judgment was by one the condemnation, Adam. Judgment, condemnation came through Adam. But the free gift was of many offenses unto justification. Many offenses, but we're justified now because of what Jesus did. Look at 17 and we'll wrap it up. For if by one man's offense, Adam, death reigned by one, much more, they which received the abundance of grace, everybody say abundance of grace, gift of righteousness, shall reign in life through Christ Jesus. Now go to Romans 4.22 or whatever it is in the Amplified, and we're going to wrap it up. You okay? I think it's 4.22. Whatever one I gave you before, if you got it, great. I think it was. Yeah, yeah, let's go, let's go Romans 4, 22. That's right. I think that's it. You okay? Therefore, his faith was credited to him as righteousness, right standing with God. Abraham. Watch this go. Now, not for the sake alone was it written, it was credited to him, but for your sake also, go. To whom righteousness will be credited as those who believe in him whom raised Jesus our dead, dead, Jesus our Lord from the dead. Keep going. Who was betrayed and crucified because of our sins and was raised from the dead because of our justification. Why there isn't for the dead? For our acquittal, absolving us of all sin before God. He put it on him so it don't got to go on you. You know what I'm saying? You're the righteous God in Christ Jesus. Re revelation of righteousness, what we're going to talk about month, last month, next month, will produce a revelation of mastery in you. You don't live beneath nothing. Come on, stand up on your feet today. You did great. Come on, you understand this? You understand what I'm saying? I'm in a position of righteousness. I've been made righteous. You can't undo what he made. Let me ask you a question. Were you made sin because of Adam's mistake? Then you got to be made righteous because of Jesus' obedience. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, we invite you to visit us today at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. And as always, welcome home.